Okay, so today uh, I'm quite excited for this conversation with, I, I feel this is where you introduce yourself, Ray, is Ray Kashkare, former Navy SEAL, is that correct? Ray Kashkare, former Navy SEAL, <laughs> boom, as my wife always says, boom, yeah, uh, thanks for having me, I'm really pumped. Uh, you're welcome, mate, same here. Um, just for the guys, as a start, I'd really love to bring a bit of context into where I'm going to go with this conversation, is just to kind of get you to do a little a little intro and a little background on kind of like uh, your, your resume as such in, in terms of experience, if that's okay with you, man. Yeah, so uh, Ray Kashkare, Baltimore native, born and raised in Baltimore, Maryland, 50 years young, um, grew up on the wrong side of the road, uh, got in a lot of trouble. Um, around the, the ripe age of, I think, 19, I decided to join the Navy because I didn't have a lot of other choices. Uh, and then I used the military to turn my life around. Um, I had, there was a, a journey to become a Navy SEAL. It wasn't the actual process of going to BUDS. It was getting to BUDS with the uh, logistical and all the, uh, the writing skills to get there. But then once I did that, I just flipped the switch like I talk about. And I've used, you know, the SEALs and the foundation of what I've learned in Navy SEALs to become, you know, TV, movie, um, running three companies for Bedros Koulian, hanging out with some of the most amazing people on the earth. And now I focus on three things. I have a 75-hour course called The Project where I smash men. I have a father-son program between the ages uh, with sons between the ages of 11 and 16. My father was murdered when I was 11. And we're, go we're going nationwide with that. And then we do corporate training. So we go around to companies worldwide and we teach them how to shoot, move and communicate like a Navy SEAL. We give them the tactics to be, even though they're not going to be Navy SEALs, be the tier one, the best of the best in their family, their fitness, their finances and faith by focusing on teamwork, problem solving, leadership and communication. So that's what I do. That's why I'm here. So let's get to it. Cool, man. That's a great, you, you've definitely rehearsed that, haven't you? <laughs> I've said it once or twice, I'm not going to lie to you, but you know, it's, it's not, it's, I don't really know if you call it rehearsing when it's what you do. I'm just, I'm regurgitating what I do. Yeah, man, exactly. Um, like one of the things for me is just like, again, like being ex-Navy, not Navy SEAL, Royal yeah. Navy from the UK, um, and kind of working with men as well. There's, there's a part I, I feel, this is what I want to kind of go into you with, that maybe a lot of people misunderstand or have a misunderstanding about is when you kind of emulate aspects of the military into mm -hmm. men's work and working with men and leadership that maybe people don't understand or think's a bit maybe intense or, or too much or even on the sides of people might say is in terms of toxic masculinity and all this sort of shit is like, can you kind of go into a little bit of like what parts of your experience in the military is really, really important that you see that men are dying for and really fucking need today? So before I do that, let me, you, you, you touched on two words. I don't believe there, I don't believe in toxic, uh, toxic masculinity. I believe in toxic men. Masculinity, perfect example, you and I can have the same skill sets be able to shoot, move, and communicate the same way. But if you're a good human being, you're going to use that for good, right? Um, but if you're a bad human being and you're stronger, bigger, faster, you're going to take advantage of the weak. Being a masculine man is being stronger than most, but supporting and helping those who need it, starting with yourself. So I want to make that very clear. Now, as far as my aggressiveness 
and I am mis I am misunderstood a lot is people confuse um, my 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 purpose and my aggression for passion. I am passionate about what I what I'm doing. My goal is to make an impact on this earth. My my job and some men. You know, we just need to get in their face and yell at them. Like case in point today, I'm working on a meal plan and someone that I put through a course on here who's a subject matter expert in fitness called me a bitch in front of 130 people. Now I could do two things about that. I could make excuses and get mad and huff and puff, or I could take uh, responsibility and accountability for he's exactly right. Now that's what we do in this course. And a lot of men and people don't understand that because I don't care. You know, I'm sure this is going to stir some pots. Society is getting weaker. Growing up, you know, sometimes you just need somebody needs to grab a hold of you. You know, case in point, I have a son growing up. He would do something stupid. I'd punish him, get in his ass a little bit. He'd straighten up. We need self-correction. And sometimes we need external um, outsourcing correction to get back on track. Now, um, I want to make that very clear. Now, as far as the military, um, I believe that. And I, I listen, women, I don't know enough about women to talk about women. I've been married for 17 years um, and I have a daughter and have a son. So what I do is I in the military, I stay in my lane, right? I work with men. And this is what I know about the military. And I focus on a few things, the military and fitness. And the reason why I believe in military and fitness is because one word comes to mind with both. And that's discipline. Discipline, not motivation, right? Motivation gets gets you up. Discipline gets it done. Um, I think if I, I if I had my way, and they do this in some other countries, I would have conscripts men between the ages of eighteen and like twenty one who, if they decide not to join, um, you know, like uh, police or you know, uh, LEO first responder, or they don't go to college, then they they have to do their obligated service to the military. They do this with a lot of. You know, they do this in Italy. They do this with um, in France. Um, and what it does is, is I think it helps build structure and discipline for men because there are a lot of men in society right now. And I don't care if you're in the UK, where you're at, who, because society has, I honestly feel gotten weaker. You know, we have everything accessible to us. I can sit home and I can do everything I need to do on this. I don't even need to get up out of my chair. But and I can still get my job, my, my work done and make a lot of money, but I'm not focusing on me. So the military teaches men, men and women how to, you know, create discipline, structure. Um, and I think, I, I think the military is a, is a vessel, like, like money and, and the military are a vessel for freedom to give you choices. I mean, you can... You know, college is outrageous right now. I'm not a, I'm not a believer. I don't think you need to go to college to be successful. Some of the most successful men I know that I hang out with have not done a day of college. Um, you have to have that, but you do have to have that warrior mindset. There are civilians that already have our mindset, and that's what puts them above the rest. So um, as far as your question is, why should everybody join them? You know, why am I so... Um, um, adamant on being a part of the military because number one, you, it, it helps you defend and support your country that gave you your country and my country gives up dif different freedoms. I love my country. That's why I have my flag tattooed on me. I think it's a great way of paying tribute back to your country, whatever country that is, right? Um, everybody asks me, what's the best military force on the planet? Obviously I'm, you know, I'm a little lenient towards Navy SEALs, but here's what I tell people. 
I don't care what you do in the military. If you just, if you take the leap of faith and join the military and you're obligating, you know, time and service, your life to the military, in my eyes, you're a hero. You're a hero. I don't care if you're a cook or you're a tier one, you know, SAS, SBA, it doesn't matter what you are. Um, but we need more of that. We need more structure. We need more discipline. And the world is moving so fast. And I teach these father-son courses, but then like, you know, and I'm speaking for fathers and sons, a lot of these dads, it's not that they're bad dads. It's just they're grinding and they don't have time to do things with their children, right? So you have to, things I talk about in my course, you have to prioritize, strategize, and monetize everything that you do in your four F-bombs of life. And that's your family, your fitness, your finance, and faith. And monetize doesn't always mean money. It's how do I create growth, right? Physical, mental, emotional, social, spiritual, and financial growth with my family, um, with my, my my friends, and from within. So I hope that answered your question. It was a long answer, but it needed to be said. It did need to be said. And yeah, I completely agree, like coming from that military background, and it's like really kind of seeing what, what was kind of missing for men. And it's just like, a lot of it, I feel, is just like, like say, is that environment of structure and leadership and, and men, like, as, as young boys, I don't know how old you were when you joined, but it's like, as, as a young boy, I think you said, like, was it 17, you said, 18? I joined at 19. I tried by hand a little bit at college, but college wasn't, and I'm not digging on college. College just wasn't for me. College isn't for everybody, just like the military isn't for everybody, but for me, once I tried college and I knew that wasn't my niche, I needed to do something. I needed guidance. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, these hands were going to be behind me, you know, and you know, it doesn't matter where you're from. You know what that means? Because that's happened to me a few yeah. times before, you know, I've made some poor choices in life. And that's why I'm so impactful with these young men, because I don't want to see these young men throw their lives away like I almost did mine. Yeah. And it, it is, you know, it, you know, that thing I remember I joined at 16 and it was just like best move I ever did it was just like because I, I it's like I needed it, which which you do as a not just as a young boy but like if you don't have that then you could be a 30 40 50 year old man and you're still missing something because you never got it and you don't know what it is and now you're older you've got more responsibility and more yes. challenges and it was like shit man it's like that guidance direction of leadership that you maybe don't know at the time until you come out into the the, the, the normal world, let's say, is just like you see how much it's missing. And yeah. then it's just like it's then it's like fuck. It's just like you can see why so many people are drawn to like the military on that type of leadership, because especially men, I feel, because it's like it's it's something in, I think inside you innately that you crave and that you need and you have to have, but it's like it doesn't really get emulated that much out in kind of in let's say normal normal life and normal circumstances and i agree see a lot of men kind of um missing out and i i saw i don't know if, if if you would have saw that as well but i think it's like the unfair advantage you know if you've had that background is like how much how many skills that you have that maybe you didn't know because it's just a natural environment for you many years in the military like oh you have a, such a skill set that like that men are like absolutely desperate for and would like, you know, pay thousands and thousands to go on courses for this shit. Mm -hmm. And it's just like um, where you get to, you get to do that by doing what you love. And it's just like something that you've lived and have the experience of where it's just, it's just a part of who you are. Um, yeah. You know, three, three square meals, they pay for you to, and what I loved about the military was like, you can try something, 
you know, for, you know, there's a, a time window, like whether it's a year or whatever. And if it doesn't work out for you, and let's say you're just a squared away guy, you know, and it doesn't work, you can cross rate to something else. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's, it's like I'm applying for another job while I'm gainfully employed, you know, but what do most people do? Like they're like, you know, I love these people. Cause you know, I teach, I do coaching and I have, you know, fitness programs and, you know, cause I have different revenue streams, right. I don't put all my eggs in one basket, and I see these people, they're like, Ray, I want to be like you and I want to do this. I'm going to quit my job. And I'm like, whoa, 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 what, what? You know, listen, this, you're not Kane from Kung Fu. You know, you do need money, right? I, I don't, people always say, you know, you know, you need money. Money is also a vessel for freedom and it creates not happiness. Money does not create happiness for me. It creates time and opportunity to create happiness for others, you know, case in point. Yesterday, I did a video where I just gave my wife, it's almost a five carat diamond ring. But what people and people are like, you're showing off. No, what you don't see, motherfucker, is I work 365 days a year. I, I'm the guy that got up early before Christmas, before we opened presents when Santa came. And then after the day was over doing the same thing, I just took my family to Cancun and I told my wife I have to work three hours a day. And my wife said, well, you're going to work these three hours. So my point is, is... Um, Everybody wants greatness. Everybody wants to be, you know, hey, listen, and I have nothing. I just use the Navy SEAL term because I was a Navy SEAL, right? Whatever it is you want to do, they want to be the best. And in order to be the best, you have to learn how to make some really hard decisions and you have to be willing to sacrifice. And I had a conversation with my wife, obviously, Trisha, who just, I can hear the, the garage, one of the garage doors opening. Um, I told her, listen, you know, the Navy SEAL and the CIA are over with. I hung that hat up. That's done. You don't want me to go in harm's way anymore. So now I want to become an entrepreneur. And it's going to be hard because, you know, and obviously I work for Bedros Cooling, who's one of the, you know, he was Fortune 500's fastest growing, you know, franchise in pretty much the world. And, you know, he's worth a gazillion dollars. So I got thrown into the fire. and I, But I love that. And I said, listen, it's been three years to the day. And I said, Baby, if you let me bust my ass for three years, three years, I will be part owner in three. You know, he has all these companies in three of these companies and I will be generating X amount of dollars. And I let and I when I did this. This is three years ago. My daughter is 14. My daughter sat in on that conversation. Now, the amount of money is not her wasn't her thing. But I said, will you allow daddy to do this? I took my first vacation in three years last two months ago. And I said, but if we do this. I can provide the lifestyle and the comfort. Like I, my wife's a stay-at-home mom. I fucking love it. She has the hardest job in the world. I couldn't do it. But I told her in order to do this and give you the things, and my wife's not a materialistic woman at all, um, but she does like nice things. And hey, who doesn't, right? You work hard. You want to spoil the ones you love. Um, but that could only have been accomplished by me having a, like a dirt dive with my family, right? A, a, a pre-op. Pre-op mission, I read. I, I pretty much laid out the, the commander's intent and said, "Listen, I need thumbs up from the household." They said yes, and three years and four days later, I have accomplished everything that I said and then some. And now I'm start. I, I'm not slacking off. I've learned how to utilize my time better. My point to all this, right, is everybody's going, "Wow, Ray, saying how much money he makes and shit." Is it's because it's what I learned from the structure and the discipline of, of the military. I don't believe. And time management, because I'm not a businessman, I believe in like in the military, guarding my time. I have learned how to utilize 
prioritize, strategize, and monetize time. Time is the most precious commodity we have. And if you can learn how to use time to your advantage versus people that are saying, oh, you know what, tomorrow, tomorrow. There is no tomorrow, motherfucker. That's how I think. Like, I have to get up and I have 16 hours to kick ass or get my ass kicked. And I, I have been on both sides of that spectrum. And I will tell you this right now, sir. I rather, I'd rather kick someone's ass and then get my ass kicked. And I have had my ass kicked my whole life from my childhood. I've had a very rough childhood. And what I have learned how to do is monetize the pain from my childhood and the discipline from the SEAL teams to create and make an impact on planet Earth. That's all I do. That's the... That's the million dollar thing. People go, how does a dumb Irish kid from Baltimore who barely has an education hang out with all these amazing people and do all these amazing things? Because I am grateful and not greedy. Every day that I get up, it's a blessing. Every day that I get up, I thank God that I got up. I thank my wife for loving me. That's why I have her tattooed on my arm. <laughs> um, and I thank myself for being a savage because I am a modern day savage. I get up every day and I attack. I don't retract. I don't retreat. I don't, sometimes I may flex to a lateral flex. You know what that means? But I refuse, I refuse to lose. And people say it can't be that easy. Yes, it is. You have to program yourself. I, I quit is not even in my fucking vocabulary. I, I won't quit. I, I'll I will fail. But I won't quit, right? I believe you only win and learn. People that lose quit. And you see it too often. Divorce rates through the roof. Kids, like let, you know, I see these kids, they join up for sports and their parents let them quit. You are programming your child to say it's okay to quit. My daughter did gymnastics. She went up to level eight and she said, that, you know, she's like, daddy, I'm, I'm injured because she was. I said, let's see if you can finish the year out. She finished the year out. She had to get some surgery, and now she does ninth grade. She's doing varsity cheer. It's life is about programming. And if you want to be successful in whatever, it is, and I don't care what you do. That's what's so amazing about these podcasts. These are amazing platforms to get out your message. I don't care. Listen, if you're a janitor, be the best fucking janitor on the planet, because every single human being, right, like, or is a subject matter expert in something. You and me. So I have a team that helps me. I have a zone of genius of 5%. That's me. Then I have a team that does the 95% of the other things. Bezos Coolian taught me that. Like somebody else can do exactly what I do. But for that 5%, the 5% of what I do is how I got the job for Bezos Coolian. The 5% is how I became the Navy SEAL. The 5% is how I got the prom queen, Right. The 95% is all the backside shit that nobody sees that, that created that 5%. And the problem is with everybody is nobody's willing to put in 95% of the work to get the, because it's only a 5% of reward. See, that's the thing. Everybody wants 95% of fucking, pardon my language, the reward. It doesn't work like that because it's so competitive, right? The people are like, I don't care who my competitors are. I cheer them on. Because you, you and I can be in the same line of business. We do the same thing, but you can't fucking do it like me. And I can't do it like you. So that's what I think once people start reanalyzing and, and, and put that into their, their tool bag and realize every single person on this earth 
man, woman, I don't care what color, what age, it doesn't matter, has a superpower. My superpower is motivating people, making people do things that they think they can't do or they don't want to do. And I've learned how to monetize that. I get paid. I have the best fucking job in the world. I have three companies and I get paid a shit ton of money to do what I love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's not the American way. That's the earth way. That's what every human being wants on planet earth. And I, I found it. And I just gave every single person that's listening. And you should have a million people listen to this. The fucking keys to the castle for how to do it. Yeah. Rewind this and listen. And you can do exactly what I did. I think there's a... So many things in that as well is like the and again is like I completely agree because it's like what a lot I look for in guys is it's like when you see that kind of there's a there's a mental attitude you can see in somebody and you can mm -hmm. you can spot it especially I think if you're kind of high, any from any for high performance or military or whatever you can spot that and it is that piece of just like you, if you just don't quit then it's fine because it's like you're gonna you're gonna fuck up you're gonna make mistakes, you're gonna fail, but they're just like you said, it's just, they're just learnings. That's all they are, they're just learnings. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, it's, whether it's kind of you growing up your skin, becoming more emotionally resilient, mentally resilient, it's like, and this is one of the biggest things I think I took from the, the military and understood was like, it's that, um, like, look, look for challenge. And like you said, throw yourself into the fire. It's mm -hmm. like, put yourself in front of challenges because you're gonna have them no matter what. So there's, there's power in actually if you put yourself in front of them consistently and you choose them. It's like when you're in the military, it's like you're doing trainings, like you're doing trainings consistently all the fucking time. All you do is train and you're like, oh, sometimes it's monotonous. Sometimes it feels boring. Sometimes you can't be asked. And it's just like you might have a moan, but it's just like, but you still get on with it and fucking do it because you have to. <coughs> and then you think it's like doing whether it's war trainings, fire trainings, whatever. You do them all the time. And then it's like, it's not until something actually kicks off or something happens where you have to put that, that practice and training into real life and you just memory. switch and then you're just in and you know exactly what to fucking do. You show up, you're calm, you're grounded, you're focused and you can handle shit. And, and that's one of the biggest things I think is like, is looking at is just like throw yourself into challenges, consistency to, to build that mentality and train, yes. train, 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 practice, practice reps. Boring and monotonous, no fancy shit, no no fucking shiny things. It's just like just every single day, just choosing something that's going to help you to build that mentality and that attitude. Do hard shit. Create muscle memory. You know, like I'm going to give you guys like how, how to be, you know, the question I always get is, Ray, how did you go from this to this? What are your, you know, and it's all based off of discipline. Case in point, right? 99% um, of human beings, and I'll pull this up so you can see it, watch this, have a calendar, right? A calendar. Yeah. Can you see that calendar? Yeah. You see all those different colors? Yeah. So those, those calendars are my family, my fitness, my finances, and my faith. Faith isn't religion. It's about believing in myself. I have notes during the day that go off that say, hey, don't be a bitch. Do hard <laughs> shit. You got this. But here's what most people do. They have calendars for work, right? I have a meeting. I have this. I have this. But then they don't have, like today at 5.30 to 6 o'clock, I have orientation at my daughter's school. I have a one hour. I have a 30-minute and I have a 10-minute um, alarm to remind me that. Because what most people do is they only – the reason why people aren't as successful as they think they need to be in life is because they're only focusing on – one aspect of their life and that's the business 
But if you're not successful with yourself, how can you be successful in anything else? So this is a lesson I learned from my two business partners, well, my business partner, Steve Eckert. I mean, and I have shit like, I actually, you know, I was walking the dog this morning and you're like, hey, I'll see you at 1030 and I have an opening in my schedule. And I'm like, hey, bro, listen, two people cancel on the call. Do you want to go at 930 and you're like 1030? And here we are. Versus wasting that time doing nothing. Now people go, that doesn't, how does that create success? Because what I've done is, is, and I'm not rushing it off, is maybe one, we have a great podcast, we go a few minutes later, number two, when we're off, then I have more time to go attack the hill with other things I do. So that's what people need to do. And this is what I learned in the military is you cannot be one dimensional. People that are one dimensional only focus on business, right? I focus on, you know, you have to be three dimensional, look outside the block and go, how can I be more successful? Because my why in life is not my wife and my kids. And people go, oh, my wife, is, my, my why is me. How can I be a better entrepreneur, father, husband, lover, friend, if I'm not a better me? The best way I can be the best version of me is to utilize my time so that I have more time to focus on me, right? So after I do this, I was going to work out this morning. But then once, once I hit you, I would have been, that would have been a rushed workout. Yeah. But this is what I'm talking about, guys, with structure. Is I did, I, I did a self-note to myself when I was walking above and said, hey, if I reach out and try to do this podcast early, I have more time on the back end, which is going to give me a better workout, which is physically, mentally, emotionally going to give me a better start to my day. And make no mistake about it, I've already been up fucking for hours doing shit, but it's work. I have a morning routine um, that I do. And all I did was once it was done, I just did, I, I, I journal and read. I just did that while I was waiting for you. So I shift things yeah. accordingly. And I know, you know, we're talking about military and structure and this and that, but if people start using these little tools, it works. Cause if it works for me, it'll work for you. Absolutely. I think cause there's, there's a lot of, um, kind of bullshit maybe like self-development kind of fancy practices and that out there aren't they and it's just like it's like if you just kind of if you cut all the bullshit back and stripped it down to his bare bones of like what's what's the most important aspects is like that kind of that that discipline side um is a hundred percent is like what's required because it's like what we focus on is just like is generally a lot of bullshit that's unnecessary mm-hmm. and if you can focus one, I think, on what do you want as well? Is like, I find out a lot of guys is just like, you know, what the fuck do you actually want? Do you even, do guys even know that? And it's like, when you ask someone that, it's kind of like, um, like, don't even really know, like, don't have a bigger vision for where they're going and direction. And yeah. like you said as well, the other part as well, which I see a lot of guys, it's like in the business, but then it's like, what I, I get a lot of guys, it's like their relationships they struggle with. Is this like where they might be successful on paper, um, and climb the ladder, but then it's just like they're very, they can be quite serious and overly stressed, and like their relationships are kind of not so great, and they're not maybe having so much fun, um, or they're they're not really that happy. Um, is, did you see like a lot of guys? We you get coming to do the 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 kind of the MDK project? Yes, and the and and I'm not going against what you say, but the problem with men is is. I think is men know know what they want. They don't know what they need, right? Case in point, 
you know, I want to be six foot two, 250 pounds and a, and a gazillionaire in a perfect world. But what do I need? I need to be healthy. I need to be, I need to be a role model for my wife, my kids and people around me. And I need to be able to provide for my family financially to the point where, you know, the bills are paid and we're comfortable. So the rest of that is just bullshit. It's like, because, you know, you see all these, all these people on social media platforms. I don't need a Lamborghini. I don't need it. I would want one, but I don't need it. You know, I'm an apex predator. I'm a meat eater. I drive a, a Dodge TRX because I am a fucking meat eater. Right. Um, I don't need a Rolls Royce. Yeah. I don't. I don't even want a Rolls Royce. I know what I want. Yeah. And eventually I'll work to get that. I focus on the need. If you realize what you need, you said it. Strip it down to the bare necessities. What do I need to get by? Once you have that foundation of the need and you're and you're crushing it, right? The foundation of the house, right? If you have a beautiful home and a shitty foundation, the house will crumble. What I do is I, I tear that house down. That's the symbolism of everything I've done. I'm going to rebuild up my foundation with my family, my fitness, my finances, and faith. Now I'm going to build. Now the need, right? Once I've, the, and that foundation stays strong, I'm always applying to the need. Yeah. Now it's okay. Now I've got some free time. What do I want? Well, I don't want 10% of the company. I want 20% of the company. I want 30% of the company. Now I now I need to figure out what I can do to make that happen. To make I want to make once needs right after I've established the bare minimum. Right, um, I didn't need to get my wife that diamond ring yesterday. I wanted to, right? But I've made sure all of the needs were met prior to that: physical, mental, emotional, social, spiritual, and financial. Everything is where it needs to be, right? And I hit a little money and did little things. My wife was like, where did you go? I was like, oh. She's like, don't do that again, but it's okay. Right. But <laughs> I did that. And what is the repercussion of that? Um, she's happy. <clears throat> Put a smile on her face and it's, that's worth it. To me. What makes me happy is making other people happy. Fulfilling other people um, makes you feel good because the, the the biggest lesson I ever learned when I did a job interview with Baker's School, and this is, I actually, I'm going on Andy Priscilla's podcast, and we talked about this, was he said during the job interview, he goes, Ray, I'm going to ask you a question. I want you to answer me. I'm like, yes, sir. You know, I'm standing there. And he goes, okay, fill in the blanks. I'm like, okay, I'm ready, right? I'm like, this is going to be something crazy. He goes, the more you make, the more I take. No. Okay, let me try it again. The more you make. I'm like, the more you take. So after about three of these, I finally said, sir, listen, I'm fucking Irish and I'm dumb as a bag of rocks. You're going to keep saying make and I'm going to keep saying take. So what the fuck, you know? And he goes, Ray, listen to me. The more you make in life, the more you give back. And I sat here and I'm going like this and you can literally see smoke coming out of my ears. And I'm like, I don't understand what you're saying. I can't compute that. And Bedros Cooley is a big man. He puts his hand on my, on my shoulder. I mean, he's got a paw. He puts it on my shoulder. And this is what he says. And I mean, he, he gets mad when I do this, but this is what people need to understand. He goes, you can't comprehend that because you don't make enough fucking money right now. And I'm like, yeah, but if I make a lot of money, I could do this, this, and this. He goes, no, you own, a human being only needs so much. The rest you give away. 
So now I've got, I'm getting to that point. I'm not where I want to be yet, but giving back makes me feel good. Now people go, this is, it's not, but it's not just about money, giving back my time, giving back my tutelage, giving back like, you know, I give people free workout programs and stuff where I could charge them from them. Giving back, right, means that your life is so fulfilled yeah. that you're willing to try to share that with other people versus you see these men and women who are super successful and they don't want anybody to have it. There's enough to go around for everybody, motherfucker. And I, because here's the thing. David Goggins says negativity is the most contagious thing on the earth. I think making an impact can be if you're willing to sacrifice yourself, lay it all out on the line, become vulnerable, right? I always joke around and say the V word for men and the C word for women, vulnerable and a creativity. I don't say the other word. Come on, man. I would ever, it's being a creative woman. Right? Oh, every, I did that. I did that at all women's speech one time. I said, ladies, let's get the C word out right now. It was like, oh. I said, women are creative. And they were just like laughing. So of course, I would never say that other word. Yeah. But that's what that's what I want this message to, to relate to. And it's, you know, and it all stems back. I learned all this in the military. I learned the structure. I learned the discipline. I learned the go-to. I learned how to suffer. Um, I learned that it was okay to fail, just not quit. Um, and I think all of us have this embedded somewhere in our DNA. It just gets pushed down with all the chaos and the animosity and bullshit of life that we can't find it. The military helped me find it. Yeah. And then once I find it, man, I want to share it with fucking people. And listen, here's the deal with me. People love or hate. Me. There's no fucking in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I get up and this is me. Like I sit up like the undertaker and I'm like, let's fucking go. There are days I don't want to get up, but guess what? I still get up that the same way. And I get up the same fucking time every day. Weekends don't mean shit to me. If you live your your life for weekends, you're living the wrong fucking way. You have the wrong effing job. I live for Mondays, man. Cause that's, that's, that's when I'm coming out of the gate. I love Mondays. So that's the message that I'm hoping people understand from this. I know I'm all over the place, but I'm so passionate about making a difference. My goal is, is my goal with every podcast that I do, and I do hundreds of them, is someone takes one little bit of what I'm preaching and they put it in that physical, mental, and emotional tool bag and apply it or give it to someone else. Because what I'm giving people is million, uh, pretty much a million dollars at least of advice because I charge for all this. And these podcasts, I use them as platforms. A lot of these guys are like, hey, tell me the secret to this and this. Now, there's a lot more to it than that. But what I just did was give you a little bit of milk for free. Yeah. Now, the thing is, is if I'm giving you some milk, pour it, drink it, consume it, absorb it, that's the symbolism, and then fucking go. Otherwise, you know, just you, you, you can listen to all the fucking podcasts you want. If you don't apply it, you're going to be in the same place you were, wondering why people like me are succeeding and people like whoever is looking at this aren't. Look in the mirror. If you're not where you want to be, blame yourself. I think that's the difference as well. Going off that is it's like that that look like you say listen to all the podcasts but don't do anything. It's like the same for me of like reading books where I'll get guys of like oh what books do you recommend? And I'm like I'm kind of reluctant to recommend because it's just like you know in a way it's like yes read but like stop reading books is the answer. 
Because it's yep. like, how many how many books did you read in the Navy or in the Navy SEALs going through training? It's like, you don't. You 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 fucking do shit. You throw I didn't read one fucking book to become a Navy SEAL. Not one book. All I did was I, I knew you had to do push-ups, pull-ups, sit-ups, run, swim, and you had to learn knots. That's all I knew. That's yeah. it. I didn't – nobody helped me. Actually, everybody yeah. told me I couldn't do it. There you go. And, you know, I know we're, i got to watch my time with you. And another piece of a million-dollar advice I can give people is don't live on this earth to prove people wrong like I did for the first 45 years of my life. Live to prove yourself right. Set a goal, little, little macro goals, daily goals, daily, weekly, monthly, annually goals. And once you accomplish them, fucking find another one. That's what I do. I do daily goals a day. Boom, 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 boom. I see your whiteboard in the back. I got whiteboards too. Little goals, check in the boxes. So that's what you need to do. And if people do this, yeah. then, and they apply it, this is what will take your podcast from where it is to global portions. If, but the problem is, is people listen to podcasts, they go, oh, yeah, that's cool. And they don't do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like I said, you can read all the mother bo- all the fucking books in the world you want. You can read a David Goggins book, but if you don't put in the work, you're not going to be David Goggins. I got a book coming out. If, if you don't do what I tell you to do, you're not. I'm telling you what to do to be me. Yeah. Dave's just telling you what to do, how he became him. And if people are um, intrigued by that and not willing to do it, then you're going to be exactly where you are. And I'm not telling you to be a me or be a Goggins. I'm saying just be a better fucking version of you. That's all I, that's all I want from people. I, I look at people. There are people I want to be like, like my boss. I want to be like Bezos, like Bezos. I don't want to be Bezos. I want to be my version of Bezos, my version, not his. He does things his way. I do things my way. I learn from him, and I take, I extract the the gifts and knowledge he gives me, and it's creating a higher platform for me. <laughs> but I got to do things my way. That's it. And it's. And it's um it's that thing of like the learners well it's not done in the classroom like it's like the leadership piece as well it's not done in the classroom you don't just sit in the classroom learn let's go oh yeah cool it's like it's 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 done through the like through the fire where you're constantly just you you you're kind of showing up every single day you're throwing yourself into situations you're throwing yourself into challenges you learn it from mistakes you learn from being fucking up you learn it from people around you and other leaders around you mm-hmm. it's like that's you know, and I think that's a big thing for men as well, isn't it? Men are craving that, but they don't know. So if they see a model of that, it's like moths to a flame, right? It's just like, oh, I like that. I want some of that. But that only comes from like, in a sense, you, like for you, it's like you being the fucking best you can you can be in like your mm-hmm. best version, which is, it's this selfish thing as well. I get a lot from guys where it's like, in a way, it's like you're being selfish in the term of like, you're taking care of yourself. You're taking care of your own needs. So it's like you're, so you become to that overflowing state where you can kind of really pour out onto other people and, and another, a lot of people kind of like get, get drawn into that. Um, but that's like your own suffering, isn't it as well? Where, where yes. I think guys, a lot of guys are like, I'm going to put everyone else first. And then you're, you're, and I'm like, no, because you, you're fucking, you're, you're showing up at like, say like 20%. And it's mm-hmm. just you, that's that's selfish because you're not yep. giving people what they deserve, and you're sure showing up for those people in your immediate circle. So it's like, in a way, it's like, yeah, be fucking selfish in the terms of like, focus on your needs, do what you need to do for you, so then you can actually show up even more for the people around you and serve at an even bigger level, have a bigger impact, mm-hmm. have people drawn towards you just because of who you are. Yep, agree. 
Cool, man. Uh, are you, are you um, how are you for time? A little bit more time if you want to go. It's up to you. Okay, cool. Um, I, I, I've seen your, um, where I've seen you is like probably a lot of people is on the MDK project, right? Mm. Which I fucking, I fucking love that scene, that, that, that way of kind of just really like that, that's that for me is expression like it's no bullshit is like you get in and it's like you're gonna you're gonna have your holes poked out and your cracks exposed and it's just like and it's just no no holding back like it looks like it's just straight to the fucking point um like like the arrow just straight in no fucking around no fluff um how do how do guys respond to that well the men that listen Many don't respond. The few that go to it and we create the growth, yeah. they love it, you know, and that's the thing. Success isn't for everyone, yeah. right? And what we're doing is we're giving you a shortcut to success. Yeah. I don't have time to pull fucking punches. Yeah. You know, if you're acting like a piece of shit, I'm going to tell you you're a piece of shit, yeah. you know? Um, but most men in society don't want that. Everybody wants to be enabled and they want shit for free because... You know, you look at Instagram and you see people with this, this, and this. You don't see the hard work that goes into it. Yeah. You know, I always get all the time, well, you never speak to me like that. I'd punch you in the face. Well, we'll see how that goes. But the men that really want to create growth are willing to accept that level of commitment and criticism to be better versus you can't talk to me like that. And the people that say that in three years, they're still the same motherfuckers that are trolling everybody who have grown exponentially and they're right where they are, you know, in a, in a job that they're not happy with in a relationship. They're not, not happy with um, driving a car that they're not happy with, um, with a, a, a shitty perspective on life, you know, is the project for everyone? No, it's not. It's fucking hard for every 10 people that go and six make it. Most men are like, well, I'm not going to spend that kind of money on myself. It's because you don't believe in yourself. Yeah, that's why I believe in myself. In buds, 148 of us started, 16 made it. That's not 60. percent I'll take when when they told me like when I first went through it. Listen, we're developing this course. I had to pay. I had to put into the pot to put myself through the fucking course. Yeah. Right now, I didn't pay 15. I paid 10, but I had to pay Bedros. Bedros put in 10. All the instructors put in 10,000 dollars, and we punished each other for 75 fucking hours. (laughs) Otherwise, we're fucking hypocrites. But when I do the ocean evolutions, I'm still in the water with them. Yeah. You know, there's one on me in a hoverboard where everybody got mad at me. I had a cracked cracked foot. Yeah. I could have sat home and still got fucking paid. Yeah. When I told Bedros, my foot's cracked. It had a hairline fracture in it. I said, I can't do a lot of running. He's like, dude, I got this thing called a one wheel. I learned how to ride a one wheel in a day and I zoomed around on it, but I still yelled. And what you guys didn't know is I had like these, these big thick cushion insoles in my feet and stuff, but I could have been a little bitch and just sat home and, and, you know, Hey, you know, this is right. I'm not going to do that shit. And I told the guys, listen, guys, I got a fractured foot. I can be here on this or I can go home. What do you want? They're like, we'll take what we can get. Yeah. And that's the thing. People don't, people only see the glimpse of me. And that we do that on purpose just to piss people off. But a few people go, hey, Ray, you're a great dude. What happened to your foot? Oh, that's great. I'm glad you asked. I had a hairline fracture. I was told not to walk on it. Because we do a lot of walking. We walk like 20 miles a day. My foot couldn't take it. Yeah. 
So I came up with I came up with a solution: problem makers, problem solvers. So um, the course is fucking hard, and then you're put into a brotherhood of men, yeah. where we get that put on us, and we create growth for the rest of our life. We take this shit serious, man. Yeah. Most men aren't willing to commit to that level of longevity. This is lifelong. Yeah. What we do. Yeah, that's one thing I feel very strongly about as well. It's just like, it's not like you've seen the like three week programs, 12 week programs and stuff. And it's just like, that's it. It's like, no, it's like, it's fucking, it's forever. It's, it's like, forever. You're choosing something and it's, it's forever. That's it. It's yep. not like you do a three week program and it's like everything's solved. You're all good to fucking go. It's just like, no, it's, 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 it's literally forever. Like, yep. What, what's your what's your favorite part? Do you have a favorite part of the uh, the MDK weekend? Um, I think it's when eventually each and every not you know when men when you actually see the physical, mental, emotional switch yeah. flip. I can't describe it. It's just a feeling. It's a look. It's a um, it's 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 bigger and greater than us. But you just see it. It's where like. I have this mantra of I say it's the internal dialogue where you go fuck it, fuck you. You say that to yourself. Yeah. We're like we're gonna get wet again, and you just they just instead of doing the they go. Yeah. Like that's where they've broken through that barrier, that glass ceiling, and they realize that because that's the thing with men. Men are so restricted, right? People, humans, were so restricted. We go through life with blinders on. We rip the fucking blinders off. We, that course, literally, I go through with a physical, mental, and emotional sledgehammer. I break down that I break down that house and the foundation. That's what that's the difference in this course. And then we give you the tools so that you rebuild your foundation. Bigger, better, faster, stronger. And then after you're done that, build what the symbolism, build whatever fucking style house you want. Don't don't live in a prefab. You it's a custom built home to your need, right? That's the symbolism of what we do with the project. So, and all we do with our other courses, the LTD, the leadership development training is, that's a, a PG version of that where we come into companies and we focus on teamwork, problem solving, leadership, communication. We do all these companies worldwide. Um, and the difference between us and any other business out there is we focus on the three daily battlefields of life, which is the internal battlefield, the business field and the home field. You have to have... I don't know if it's work-life balance or work-life synergy. You have to figure out the work-life, whatever it is, that works for you. I call it the work-life craziness, right, that fucking works for you. And then the last program we have is the father-son program. My father was murdered when I was 11. Um, we do a 15-hour course where we focus on the basics with young men. Is it changing a tire, shaking, a, learning how to shake hands. Stand up when you shake a hand. Look a man in the eye when you shake his hand. It's okay to tell your father you love him, right? And then during that course, we do two pinnacle things where we put them in the ice bath, right? I'm not going to say how long, but it's fucking miserable. And they have to look at their father and feed off their strength. And then we do with an FTX, a field training exercise, where we blindfold these young men and their fathers have to walk them through hell. Now, they can listen to their father. Yeah like they should have been doing since the day they were born or they can listen to me and they're going to the hospital. If your father tells you to go right and I tell you to go left, you're probably going to step on a nail. If he tells you to go right and you go left, you're probably going to step in a rebar. Do what you want. But you know what's funny is we put hundreds of young men through this course. You think any of them listen to me? Nope. 
they listen to their father. And then what happens is they realize that their father isn't just a fucking ATM machine and a no man. He is a young, he is exactly what you were. He knows more. He's battle tested and battle proven. And you are, he is there for you to protect, provide, guide, and teach you. That's what we want. We want these young men to be masculine men. I didn't say toxic, masculine apex fucking predators. And an apex predator is a man who will defend and destroy for his family, but open the car door, be respectful, baby voice. That's where the balance comes in. Some of the biggest savages I know are scared to death of their wives, who go yes man to their daughters, who um, open car doors, who are respectful, because that's what a masculine man does. He, he knows when to be masculine and when to back off versus toxic masculinity is men who take advantage of the weak. I won't be that. I defend the weak. That's not even like I would say that when people use that term as well. It's just like, well, it's not masculinity because nothing about masculinity is actually toxic. So it's, like, mm -hmm. it's not, it's, it's missing. Yes. Um, I was going to ask you something else to, uh, oh, the, the thing that was going to um, kind of come to a close on is just like that analogy you use is, is perfect because I think that's like literally is one of the biggest uh, processes men can go through is that it's that house and foundations analogy. It's just mm -hmm. like, it's yep. the foundations that need to change. So again, it's like you need to knock down the fucking house and that's not comfortable process. It's very provoking and, and triggering and you might not like it. You might want to say, fuck you, but it's like, uh, but you need it. That's the need piece, right? And it's just like, lay the new foundations, <clears throat> spend the time and energy laying the new foundations. Then you said, it's like, then go and be who the fuck you want and build what the fuck you want because you've got the tools now and you've got the new foundations laid down to fucking in a way like start again. Not not mm -hmm. stacking on top. You're not stacking on top of shit. Just doing yep. more things to stack on top. You've got to knock it down first and do a rebuild. Exactly. That's what I love that rebuild. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah, man, I agree. It's like, yeah, it's, um, I'm just going to close off there now. Maybe it's like, I love, uh, yeah, I love what you're doing with the MDKs. Like, I like that kind of really intense uh, approach. I, I, I'm on board with that. I feel like men fucking need that um, more than ever. It's enjoyable. It's like, I, I enjoy that when, when people get kind of triggered or like, it's kind of like trying to kind of like tell you no or attack your character. It's just like when you can just stay kind of grounded and just knowing who you are, it's a wonderful thing and um yeah it's like where where can where can people find you right yeah um great question you can either go to uh raycashcare.com that's my site or obviously hit me on instagram at uh raycashcare or on linkedin linkedin cash care for that um if you send me a dm and it's a respectful dm i always respond to my dms if you if you write me a stupid comment Block and I move on. Block's my favorite fucking button on on social media. I bet it is. I bet you get a lot of that as well, right? I do. Yeah. Fun though. Say again. I said fun though. Oh yeah, I love it, man. I listen. Here's the deal. Life short. I don't have time. I love trolls. I, I love because trolls mean you're doing something right. Exactly. But I block and move on, right? I just boop, move on. I've got over forty thousand people blocked, and it'll probably. I don't care. Fucking hell. Fuck it. <laughs> oh, cool. Um, yeah, appreciate that. I hope you enjoyed that, guys. Um, Ray Cashcare, absolute legend. Uh, appreciate coming on, buddy. Thank you, sir.